Psalms chapter number 10 tonight. Psalms chapter number 10. We're just going to continue right along where Brother Gravely's been, <clears throat> going through the book of Psalms on Wednesday. Psalms chapter number 10. Let's all stand together in honor and reverence to the Word of God. It's good to be saved tonight, ain't it? Good to be in God's house. I appreciate Bible Baptist Church and uh, what you people and what this place has done for me. And uh, boy, it's just good to be in the house of God tonight. Amen. Psalms chapter number 10, in verse number 1, the Bible says, Why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Why hidest thyself in times of trouble? The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken into the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous whom the Lord abhorred. And the wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. And as for all his enemies, he puffeth at them. He hath said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. And under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret places doth he murder the innocent. And his eyes are privily set against the poor. He lieth in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. He doth catch the poor when he draweth him into his net. He croucheth and humble himself that the poor may fall by his strong ones. He hath said in his heart, God hath forgotten. He hideth his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord, O God. Lift up thine hand, forget not the humble. Wherefore doth the wicked contemn God? He hath said in his heart, Thou wilt not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest mischief and spite to requite it with thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Break thou the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness till thou find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of his land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. And thou wilt cause thine, eye, thine ear to hear to judge the fatherless and the oppressed that the man of the earth may no more oppress. You can be seated tonight. Thank you for standing with us. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. God, and the privilege it is, Lord, to be in your house, Lord, on a Wednesday night. God, thank you, Lord. God, for a place, Lord, where we can come. And, Lord, we can, Lord, hear the Word of God. And, Lord, we can sing the songs of Zion. God, we thank you, Lord, for that. God, we thank you, God, for every testimony, Lord, that's been said tonight. And, Lord, I believe you've been pleased with that, Father. And I pray now, Lord, that you'd take your Word. God, that you'd illuminate it, Lord, in my heart. And, God, that you'd help me as thy servant. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd anoint me and help me tonight. Use me, God, for your honor and for your glory. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd speak to each heart in this place tonight. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd draw us closer to yourself. Help us, Lord, here, uh, God, in our way down here until we make it home. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Psalms chapter number 10, if you'll notice tonight uh, in your Bible, whether you've got a Schofield Bible or another uh, type of study Bible tonight, you'll notice that in Psalms chapter number 10, uh, there is no heading tonight, or at least there is not in my Bible. And most of the people that I read after this week and in these days studying this psalm say that this is a continuation of Psalms chapter number 9. Usually when you see that, when you don't see a heading and you see nothing uh, bridging the two, it means that they're uh, together and they're really one. 
one. And so we understand tonight that in Psalms chapter number 10, it is a continuation of the things that happen and take place in Psalms chapter number 9. In Psalms chapter number 9, we know that God is speaking of the great tribulation uh, that is going to come on this world. But I noticed this tonight. Look what he said in verse number 10. He said, Why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? How many of us have ever felt like that? Brother Lamar, you testified a little bit about that tonight, about uh, the storms of life and when the shadows come and when the dark hours come. It seems that the Lord has hidden Himself and it seems uh, that the Lord is nowhere to be found. But I'm glad, thank God, tonight in the midst of trouble and in the midst of heartache, standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll always find Jesus tonight. Amen. You say, what is the purpose of this psalm tonight? Well, the purpose of this psalm is not only about the great tribulation, but there's an individual that it focuses in on during the time of the tribulation, and that is none other than the Antichrist. Amen? And we know that he will oppress the people of God. He hates the Jews, and he'll try to destroy them and wipe them off of the map. And if there's ever a time where it seems like God has hidden himself from a group of people, it'll be during those seven years in that time of tribulation. It seems as if God will just take his hand off the wheel and step back and just completely forsake the people of God uh, but we know that's not the end of the story thank God we know that we'll see the salvation of Israel we know that the people of God will be saved and they will be delivered and they will be rescued by the Lord Jesus Christ amen if we look at this psalm tonight there's three things that I see in this psalm just by way of introduction I see this that the Lord is concealed amen he said in verse number one he said why standest thou afar off, O Lord, why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? He said in verse number 2, the wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire and blesseth the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. So we see here in these first three verses that the wicked has come forth and the wicked has come upon the stage of life and the stage of time and that he is oppressing the people of God and he's oppressing the Jews and it seems that if God has just let everything off and let everything go we see that the Lord is concealed but then we see this tonight. We see that the Lord is concerned. Amen. The Lord may be concealed at this time, but look what He said in verse number 12. He said, Arise, O Lord, O God. He said, Lift up thy hand and forget not the humble. Amen. Brother, there are times in life when it does seem like God has hidden Himself and it does seem like God is just allowing things to go on in our life. But I promise you this, whatever takes place in our life and whatever God allows, He allows for a purpose. Amen. He knows where we're at. He knoweth our frame. He remember that we are but dust. And you mark her down, friend. The Lord is concerned. Amen. Not only is the Lord concealed, the Lord is concerned. But look what the Bible says in verse number 16. He said, the Lord is king forever and ever. Amen. You know, sometimes I just like to remind the devil of that. Amen. The Lord is king forever and ever. Sometimes I like to remind my flesh of that. Amen. Uh, when it, when it uh, rises up and it wants to be king and it wants to be chief of my life, thank God you and I can resound uh, with a great voice and say, the Lord is 
is king forever and ever. And we know that the Lord is crowned. Amen. And at the end of this psalm, this signifies uh, the millennial reign of the Lord Jesus Christ at the end of that seven year tribulation period. But I want to look at this individual of the Antichrist tonight. Amen. Notice what the Bible says there in verse number two. He, he mentions the wicked in his pride in verse number two. And then he said the wicked boast in verse number three. Then in verse number four, he said wicked. He mentions his pride again. And then he mentions in verse five, six, seven, he says he, his, he, over and over he references this individual. And by the way, the wicked is actually one of the names that the Bible ascribes to the Antichrist. Amen. We may know him tonight as the Antichrist. We may know him as the son of perdition. We may know him as the lawless one tonight. But he is that false Christ and he is that Antichrist and every fiber of his being is godless and unrighteous and wicked tonight. Amen. So, look at his... uh, his makeup tonight. I want you to look with me in verse number 2 through 5. Look what verse number 2 says. The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire and blesseth the covetous who the Lord abhorreth. He said the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. And then in verse number 5 he said his ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above that of his sight. As for all of his enemies, he puffeth at them. In verses 2 through 5, we see the Antichrist and his sinful behavior. Amen. We see his sinful behavior. This man, when he comes on the scene, everything about him will be anti-God and he'll be anti-Christ. And everything that's good is going to be bad. And everything that's bad is going to be called good. Amen. And he's going to rule with a, with a, with a, a reign of unrighteousness and a reign of wickedness. And this man will promote and he'll allow sinful behavior. Amen. Not only do we see his sinful behavior, but then I find his spoken blasphemies. Look what the Bible says in verse number 6, if you will. Verse number 6 of the chapter. He, he hath said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. The Bible says he sitteth in the lurking places of the villages in the secret places doth he murder the innocent his eyes are privily set against the poor amen it's understandable tonight that this man is against the Jews he's against the poor of this world and in verse number 6 and verse number 7 he speaks blasphemies look what he said in verse number 6 again he said I shall not be moved he said for I shall never be in adversity so it's apparent tonight that this man he'll be full of pride he'll be full of himself and he'll exalt himself and he'll build himself up as a matter of fact that's what he'll do in the temple he'll set up his own image and the false prophet will go about promoting that image and causing the worship of him to go all throughout the world amen and he'll speak blasphemy against God Almighty when he comes to the temple and he and he desecrates the temple with the abomination of desolation Now we know that Daniel, he talked about that. And in the book of Daniel, we know that that's a reference to Antiochus Epiphanes. And he goes and he desecrates the temple there when they besiege uh, Jerusalem. But that's even, that's a, an actual event that took place. But friend, that's a prophetic event. And we know that the Antichrist will do that. And brother, that'll draw the line in the sand for all of those Jews. And they'll turn and they'll flee from him because of his spoken blasphemies. But then we find this, we see his secret brutalities in verse number 8 through 10 look what he said 
He said, He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret places doth He murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lieth in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. And He doth catch the poor when He draweth him into His net. He croucheth and humbleth Himself that the poor one may fall by His strong ones. Amen. And by the way, that humility is a false humility. Amen. But this man is secretly brutal in his heart. He hates the Jews and he desires uh, to kill them. And anybody uh, that does not take his mark and anybody that does not follow after him, they will be killed and they will be murdered and they'll be wiped off the face of the planet removing every bit of adversity that he has on this world. Amen. Not only do we see his makeup tonight, but we see his movements tonight. Amen. Look with me in verse number 2 again. I notice this. I notice his prophet tonight. His prophet. Look what the Bible says in verse number 2. The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. And then notice what he said. He said, let them be taken in the, in the, taken in the devices that they have imagined. Who is the they and who is the them here in Psalms chapter number 10 tonight? It's never, none other than the beast himself. Himself and the false prophet. Amen. And as I was studying this, uh, often people have often wondered who the Antichrist is, where he'll come from, and uh, what his physical makeup is. And brother, there's a whole lot of uh, ground that you can cover in studying this. Some people think that the beast tonight will in fact be a Gentile. The reason that they say that tonight is because of the book of Revelation says that he comes up out of the sea and the sea in the Bible is always a picture of the world tonight. Amen. Others believe that he'll be a Jew. And I really don't uh, know what I believe about that yet. Amen. And then other people believe about the false prophet tonight. They'll believe that he'll be a Jew. Uh, but I came across something this week. I was talking with somebody. And something that somebody said struck my attention tonight. Do you know that, that Dan and Ephraim are the only uh, tribes of Israel that are not mentioned in the book of the Revelation? As a matter of fact, God cut those tribes off. And this brother, when we were talking on the phone, I was asking him what he thought about the Antichrist and some things like that. He said this, that he believed that the beast would come out of either Dan or Ephraim and the false prophet would come out of the other. That would lead us to believe to, uh, to leave tonight uh, that they were both Jews. Now listen, whatever they were and whoever they are tonight, we know that they will rule and reign in unrighteousness and we know that the devil will fulfill his plans through their life and through their soul called ministry tonight. Amen. So we have the, the, his prophet tonight. That false prophet will cause the worship of the beast tonight. Amen. He'll promote his image when it's set up in the temple. Not only do we see his prophet tonight, but notice this, we see his policy tonight. Look, look in verse number 3. The Bible said, For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. Amen. You know what that means tonight? His policy is this. If you take that mark tonight, you can have anything you want. If you take that mark tonight, you can buy, you can sell, you can trade. But brother, I'll tell you this tonight, the devil has sold that crowd a false bill of goods. Listen to me tonight. If you're here tonight and you've never been born again, and you've heard the gospel, hey, the rapture could take place in any moment. 
moment the Bible says you'll be damned to hell and you'll be, you'll be deceived and God will send you strong delusion. Amen. And you'll become a part of this policy tonight. Amen. There are no second chances after the rapture. Hey, the rapture's not going to happen and you're not going to run and find a Bible and bow on your knees and pray and ask Jesus to save you. You might as well just mark it up. You might as well take the mark, live it up because, hey, you're going to the lake of fire one day, friend. And that is the policy of the devil. As a matter of fact, that's the devil's policy right now. He tries to sell people a false bill of goods. He tries to, to give them pleasure. He tries to give them satisfaction. Hey, but it's only temporary. But thank God Jesus gives everlasting peace. He gives completion. He gives comfort and He gives joy. Hey, that lasts for time and eternity tonight. Amen. We see not only His prophet, we see His policy. But then we see this, we see His persecution. The Bible says in verse number 8, He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret places doth He murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lieth in wait secretly as a lion. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar? He lies in wait secretly as a lion in His den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. He doth catch the poor. And when He draweth them into His net. You know what the Antichrist is going to do? The Antichrist is going to be the main man. He's going to be the best thing that this world has ever seen. Listen, the liberals and the hippies and everything else that's standing out in the street and they're carrying those banners that cry for world peace, there's never going to be any real world peace until Jesus comes. But what that Antichrist will do, he'll step out on the scene and he'll give a false peace and you'll see peace in the Middle East. Boy, that's something this world has never seen. Amen. And he'll sign that treaty with the Jews. But halfway through that tribulation, all the while he knows in his mind uh, that he's going after the people of God. He knows that he's going after those Jews uh, and his persecution will begin at the middle of that tribulation for him. And he wants to wipe them off of the mat. He wants to kill them. And he wants to destroy them. And he'll about near do it. Amen. We see his prophet, his policy, his persecution. But then I see this. I see his paralysis tonight. Look what the Bible says in verse number 15. He said, Break thou the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness till thou find none. Amen. You know what the Antichrist is going to do? He's going to come and he's going to make that league with those ten nations. And he's going he's to draw war. And he's going to pursue after the Jews tonight. He's going to persecute them and he's going to follow after them. And boy, he thinks he's got it made tonight. He thinks the, uh, the, it's just set up tonight. He thinks he's got them in checkmate. But all the while, while his plan is unfolding, God will be breaking his arm. All the while, while his plan is unfolding and he's pursuing after those Jews, thank God uh, there's going to come. Uh, thank God a shout from on high. Uh, thank God King Jesus is coming back again. Uh, he'll step down on the Mount of Olives. Uh, He'll walk down through the Kidron Valley. He'll sit down on the throne of David that's rightfully his. And boy, thank God they'll look on him who they pierced. A nation will be born in a day. And we'll see the salvation of Israel, friend. Boy, you look at the news right now and there's anything but peace. There's anything but contentment in the Middle East. But thank God the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Thank God He'll bring a peace that'll last for a thousand years friend and he'll be paralyzed all the while he's marching 
towards Petra. All the while he's marching toward those Jews and he thinks that he's got them in his crosshairs and he thinks that he's got them in his clutches tonight. But all the while God is breaking his arm. Amen. See his paralysis. And thank God for this. You know what I saw before I move on tonight? In his paralysis, you know what God is going to do? God is going to be breaking his arm. But with the Jews, you know what God's going to be doing? He's going to be changing their heart. While he's breaking the devil's arms, he's going to be cha- he is going to be changing the Jews' hearts. Look what the Bible said in verse number, verse number uh, 17. He said, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. You know what God is doing? God is changing their desire. You know what their desire is? Their desire is to be their own nation. Their desire is to stand on their own two feet. They didn't need the Messiah when He came. They took their traditions and they took their religion. But through through that seven year tribulation period, you know what God is going to do? He's going to purge them of unbelief. He's going to turn their heart to the living Christ. And that one that they rejected, they'll beg for His coming. Amen. We see the Jews' desire, but then... We see the Jews' direction tonight. He said, Lord, Thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. You know, right now there are scales over their eyes. Their heart is, is set on unbelief tonight. But thank God those scales will fall off and they'll behold their Messiah. Amen. And their direction will change. But then we see this. It involves the Jews' discernment tonight. Amen. He will cause thine ear to hear. Amen. He'll cause thine ear to hear. Amen. You know what Jesus Christ is going to do? He's going to destroy the devil with the very thing that He created this world with. And that's His Word. Amen. That's the voice of His mouth. Amen. And He'll destroy that beast and His armies. And the blood will flow to the horse's bridle. And He'll give those Jews discernment long before this period, I think, that they'll turn their heart toward the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. So we see His prophet. We see His policy. We see His persecution. We see His paralysis. But then... I notice this. We see his punishment. Look at verse number 18. He said this. He said to judge the fatherless and the oppressed. Then there's a comma. He said that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Who's that man of the earth tonight? It's the Antichrist, friend. Amen. And he will oppress this world and he'll stand as ruler over this world for seven years. But thank God when we come back, the church, the bride comes back with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God he'll be, he'll be destroyed tonight. Amen. And then I thought about this verse tonight. Amen. I understand it's a little bit uh, different of a context tonight and I know this takes place immediately after. But I want to read you a verse tonight. Amen. And this gives comfort to my heart and I take a consolation from this. Amen. Look what the Bible says in, in Revelation 20 in verse number 9. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and the fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Amen. You know what that is? That's God uh, destroying the beast and his armies. And then in verse number 10 the Bible says and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are 
and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever and ever and ever. Hey, that one that persecutes you, that one that oppresses you, that one that tells you you're not good enough, the one that tells you God doesn't love you, thank God Revelation 2010 said he'll be cast in the lake of fire and he'll burn forever and ever and ever and will rule and reign in righteousness with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the beast and the false prophet and the devil himself will be cast into the lake of fire. Amen. And that will be his punishment. Amen. I wonder this while we come with a song tonight. Amen. We'll have a word of invitation. Preacher's about to come. You say, what does all this mean to me? I wonder this tonight. There may be somebody here. You may be lost. You may not be saved tonight. Brother, the rapture spells the end for you tonight. And that tribulation will be seven years. And I pardon my language when I say this. I'm not trying to be ugly. But that tribulation will be seven years of hell on earth. And you'll be a part of that tonight if you're not saved. So I can get saved tomorrow. I can get saved later. Listen, God's not promised us tomorrow. James said this, our life is a vapor. It's here at one moment. And it's gone the next. Let's all stand together while they play. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Maybe you need to do business with God. Maybe there's some issue in your heart and life. I didn't even touch it tonight. Maybe you need to come and use this altar. You know that it's always open. Why don't you come and do business with the Lord tonight? Amen. Amen.